On this episode, we provide an update on several key bills in Parliament, such as the anti-terror bill, the water bill, and the alcohol bill. This is Indonesia In-Depth. Today we are covering developments in Parliament with the completion of the Lower House's fourth session for the year 2017 to 2018. The House will be in recess until May 17th. So I want to give you a status report on what the members of Parliament have been working on. I know some people may think Parliament updates are quote-unquote too heavy or too detailed, but if you're looking to invest in Indonesia or you're already doing business here, you need to follow developments of Parliament very closely because their decisions can and will impact you. So you have to be aware of what's going on there. The House and government passed two pieces of legislation this session. Uh, the first one has to deal with bilateral agreements between Indonesia and Thailand, and this bill is titled The Approval of Agreement Between Indonesia and Thailand on Cooperation in the Defense Sector. Now, this doesn't come as a surprise as this was cumulative legislation and all 10 factions had already come to an agreement on this earlier in the year. And this was actually based on a 2015 agreement between the two countries. Included in the bilateral cooperation are joint training exercises, cooperation on reducing illegal fishing, and other maritime cooperation and defense cooperation. Now, the second piece of legislation that was passed has a very long title, so bear with me here. It's called The Protocol to Implementation of the Sixth Package of Commitments on the Financial Services under the ASEAN Framework. It's too long, I know. So it's been abbreviated down to AFAS, or AFAS. So we'll use AFAS instead of that long title. In 2015, the Indonesian finance minister signed an agreement to ratify the protocol, along with finance ministers from nine other ASEAN countries. Under AFAS... Qualified ASEAN banks will be allowed to operate in other ASEAN countries and receive equal treatment as domestic banks, but they'll have to meet certain requirements on capital and corporate governments to obtain recommendation from the authorities. Currently, two Malaysian banks operate in Indonesia, that's CIMB Niaga and Maybank. People may recall that Indonesian banks have operated in another ASEAN country in the late 1990s, but since the economic collapse in 1998, Indonesian banks have basically been absent from ASEAN countries. House Commission 11, which oversees finance and banking, tells us that after the ratification of AFAS, they will need to immediately amend the banking law so it becomes in line with AFAS. So this is important to our business listeners as there will be changes to the banking law. And we'll have to keep track of what exact changes will be made to the banking law. And maybe we can do an episode just on this topic and get some input from some experts and lawmakers. Okay, now, so that was what was passed, and now let's talk about what was not passed, and it's quite a lot. House members have agreed to extend deliberations on a host of pieces of legislation into the next session, and the bills are the alcohol bill, the tobacco bill, Cooperatives Bill, Anti-Monopoly Bill, Non-Tax State Revenue Bill, General Taxation Bill, National Science and Technology Bill, Criminal Code Bill, Court Judges Bill, Constitutional Court Bill, the Haji Bill, Anti-Sexual Violence Bill, Anti-Terrorism Bill, and also really interesting is the Water Bill. 
As you can see, the parliament has a lot of work to do, and it remains unclear at this point what they can accomplish and get passed as we move closer to the 2019 elections. So we expect things to slow down. All these bills are important and worthy of attention, of course, for obvious reasons. But some of these could have a wide impact to the business community here in Indonesia. And investors or would-be investors should be following the House's next session very closely. The draft water bill itself could be a whole podcast episode. And as it stands right now, it would drastically impact the bottled water and other important industries. The piece of legislation as it stands now states that water is a natural resource that should be used for the benefit of the people as stated under the Constitution, which would mean that sources of water could only be utilized by corporations once local needs are fulfilled, say, for farmers in the local community, and, and those same water sources would have to be open to the public, for example. Another important point in the bill right now, uh, it states that corporations would have to quote-unquote cooperate with the government when dealing with water sources. So what does that mean? It's not clear. Is it a, a joint venture with the government? Is it a joint venture with a state-owned enterprise? Or what does it mean? It's, it's very uh, a broad statement, so it's not clear what that means. So it would have a wide impact on the business community. And this could also affect um, things like land ownership, for example, and, or impact other areas uh, and other sectors that appear unrelated to the bill. So this is an important bill and should be watched. If you are interested in learning more about a specific bill or where the latest drafts stand or what the relevant commission's uh, stances are, let us know and we'll do our best to look into these issues in a future episode. My colleagues and I back at Lexico Indonesia track legislation and we follow what's going on closely there. So the two bills that I want to focus on today are the anti-terrorism bill and the alcohol bill. Both of these bills have received quite a bit of attention over the past few months. Pemerintah sampai hari ini belum mengajukan rancangan apapun tentang definisi teroris, tentang definisi tindak pidana teroris. Jadi kalau mau didesak-desak cepat selesai, tolong desak dong pemerintah. The Special Committee on the Anti-Terrorism Bill, led by Mohamed Saifi from the Gerindra faction, has agreed with, with its members to extend deliberations of this bill. So it wasn't finished now, and so it's going to go into the next uh, session coming up after May 17th. Now this is a big bill, and this has been deliberated for quite a long time. Uh, the Widodo government is the initiator of this bill, and as you can imagine, it's very complex and impacts many institutions and agencies. The bill has been said to be in its final stages for many years now and has come under fire from civil society and civil rights groups. The government and parliament said that they're at the final stages again to approve this bill, but time ran out in this last session. There are several key issues that still need to be worked out, particularly with regards to how long suspects can be detained without a court order or legal representation. Law enforcement would like to see a 30-day period of detainment, for example. Uh, civil rights organizations say that's far too long. So it seems like that period will be narrowed, uh, but the final number is still unclear and they're still working that out. The other big issue still being deliberated is the role of the military with combating terrorism in Indonesia. The definition of terrorism itself has come under close scrutiny. Sources in Parliament say that decisions and differences of opinion within government institutions have caused the bill to be delayed once again. So the problem is blaming the government for having this bill being delayed once again. The president says he hopes that this bill can be passed very soon. However, there are still some points that need to be worked out, particularly, as I mentioned, with legal definition of terrorism and also to the extent to which the Indonesian military can be used to combat terrorism. Parliament has said that it agrees with the military's role in combating terrorism 
and that a presidential decree later will provide the framework on the role and function for this. RU perubahan tentang Undang-Undang Nomor 15 Tahun 2003 tentang tindak pidana terorisme itu berjudul adalah perbantuan tidak pidana terorisme yang keinginan kita. That was the voice of the Indonesian military commander General Hadi Jajanto. He was explaining the military stance on the anti-terrorism bill. As I mentioned earlier, the deliberations of this bill have involved many institutions and agencies, and one of them, of course, is the Indonesian military. They have been consulted and asked to provide input on the bill. For example, General Jajanto proposed changing the name of the law from the original Law on Combating Criminal Acts of Terrorism to just the Anti-Terrorism Law. Setting the words, quote, criminal act, unquote, in the title would delegate enforcement only to the police and would not allow for a role for the military. The government team in the deliberations said that they could agree on this, but they needed more time to review this proposal before revisions could be made. Opponents of the new bill say that the police need more leeway in executing preventive measures to prevent terrorist attacks and that more time is needed to interrogate suspects. They would also like the military to play a role in combating terrorism, especially in remote areas where the police don't have the logistics. However, some critics are concerned that both preventive measures and extended detention of suspects is excessive and that this could open the door to abuses of power by law enforcement agencies. Sources in Parliament say that there has been some agreement now on reducing the number of days of how long an individual can be detained, but the final details are still being worked out. Another issue still yet to be worked out is making sure that the National Counterterrorism Agency, Parliament and Government are all on the same page when it comes to the legal drafting of this bill. So this bill has not yet been passed, and deliberations will continue starting on May 17th. So we'll have to keep track of this next session, and we will report back. That's our update for the anti-terrorism bill, and now let's shift to the alcohol bill. Dampak alkohol bagi kehidupan kita, bagi tubuh kita, dan juga bagi kehidupan sosial juga tidak baik. Oleh sebab itu, pemerintah dan DPR sedang merancang undang-undang tentang minuman beralkohol agar dapat dikendalikan untuk tujuan-tujuan yang positif dan baik dan dihindari untuk tujuan-tujuan yang merusak baik secara pribadi maupun dalam kehidupan masyarakat kita. Marilah kita dukung semua. That was a public service announcement from the parliament explaining the motives and the background of the alcohol bill. The alcohol bill was first introduced in the beginning of the House session in 2015 by two Islam-oriented parties, the United Development Party, or PPP, and the Prosperous Justice Party, PKS. But to be clear, this bill was on the agenda dating back to the 2009-2014 House, and it was later reintroduced after it failed to move forward. The alcohol bill is included on the House National Legislation Priority List, otherwise known as the Prolegnas, which in Indonesian means Prioritas Legislative Nasional. So it's Prolegnas, P-R-O-L-E-G-N-A-S. That's the acronym for that. Now listeners should be aware of the Prolegnas as this determines which bills will be deliberated by the House going forward. So there's a whole host of bills, but not all of them have priority. And the Prolegnas is the priority list, so that's what the House will be focusing on. 
Now, the alcohol bill was a parliament initiative, so it was introduced by Commission 8 of the House. And the original bill specified three purposes to, quote, protect the people from negative impacts of alcohol consumption, to raise awareness of the dangers of alcohol consumption, and to keep peace and order in society against potential troubles caused by alcohol consumers, end quote. Both political parties that initiated the bill insist that this is not based on religion or other ideological issues, but it's based on healthcare reasonings, they say. Critics, on the other hand, disagree. This current bill comes after a separate government regulation which took effect in April 2015, banning the sale of beer at small shops and convenience stores. Unlicensed and unregulated homemade alcohol, or moonshine, or locally known as oplosan, has far been responsible for nearly all the alcohol-related deaths in Indonesia. It's produced on a mass scale and sometimes uses non-food ingredients such as methanol. Consumption of illegal and dangerous alcohol is a reoccurring problem in Indonesia due to its presence at the village level and its traditional use and also because of its affordability. Just recently this month, 51 people died as they drank a homebrew containing methanol. The main producer and distributor has been arrested and he's facing life in prison. For the bill, the government has proposed a far limited legislation intended to curb consumption of this toxic oplosan. But this oplosan is already illegal, so how will the bill tackle this? It's not very clear. They haven't really gotten down into the, the details of this. So what's in this bill? What does the bill contain? Current articles in the bill state that the production, sale, and consumption of alcohol is prohibited with certain strict exceptions, such as pharmaceutical needs, religious and traditional needs, and in predetermined tourist locations. The bill classifies alcohol into three main categories. Group A, which is 5% alcohol, Group B, which is 5 to 20% alcohol, and Group C, which is 20 to 55% alcohol. All of these will be banned under the current bill. Another issue being deliberated is the title of the bill itself, where House factions have narrowed it down to three titles. Uh, the first one is the Alcohol Supervision and Restriction Bill, the Alcohol Ban Bill, and lastly, the Alcohol Bill. So obviously, these three titles, each one sets the direction of the bill. Factions that support using the word ban in the title are the PPP Party, the PKS Party, and the PAN Party, while PDIP, Garindra, Hanura, and Nasdem prefer the title of Supervision and Restriction, while Golkar and PKB favor the title Alcohol Bill. However, all factions and the government unanimously agree to have some type of restriction of the public sale of alcohol beverages, so they will not be allowed to be sold freely everywhere. The House is still stuck on many issues for this bill, and they will continue deliberations after the recess. Members of Parliament blame the government for the slow progress of the bill and its failure of passing this session. A senior member of House Commission 8 from the PAN faction said that the government has failed to attend several key meetings with the commission, and as a result, progress has been stuck. He also said that the government has yet to have a unified voice when it comes to the bill, saying that all the ministries such as health, regional affairs, and industry all have different policies and have their own stances. Head of the House Special Committee of the Alcohol Bill was hoping that a consensus or voting would occur in mid-April to determine the name of the bill, but even this failed to materialize. They haven't been able to come to an agreement on the name of the actual bill yet. And as the head of the special committee said, uh, the name is crucial to deciding 
the direction of the bill itself. So this hasn't been decided yet. And the same head of the House Special Committee, which his name is Arwani from the PPP faction, was quoted as saying, Our hope now is to have it passed before the end of the, our term in 2019. But the situation doesn't lead me to believe that. So the head of the Special Committee on Alcohol Bill from PPP is pessimistic that this bill will pass even in the last session of 2019. So based on the current lack of interest on the government's behalf, the election season heating up, along with a lack of a unified stance between the House factions, government institutions, uh, it's doubtful that this bill will make any real progress in the next session. But we'll have to keep an eye on it and see what happens going forward. But right now, it's very difficult for this bill to move forward. Bintang Zero, 100% bintang, 0% alcohol. So that sums up the alcohol bill. And that's all I have for you today on today's Parliament Update. But I'll be back soon with another episode and have important guests on the show. Uh, send us your comments, questions, or criticism to info at indonesiaindepth.com. That's info at indonesiaindepth, one word, dot com. You can also tell us what your interests are in Indonesian politics or government or legislation, and we can maybe work on this for next episode. Don't forget to subscribe to Indonesia In Depth on every podcast app.